Hey guys, it's David. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys for listening to the Travel Bros Revised, as we are calling it now, just for the next couple of episodes since we took that long of a break. Again, we're sorry, but we're going to keep doing episodes. So today we're talking about Sedona, Arizona, and Aaron's going to be talking about Telluride, Colorado. Before we start, I do have a quick announcement. This is not sponsored by them at all. But last week, I took a tour. Uh, This was the week after I was in Sedona, Arizona. I took a teen tour through a company called Travel for Teens. They do uh, tour companies, tour travel groups all over the world. They do U.S., Latin America, South America, Europe. And I don't know if they do Africa, but they probably do. I wouldn't be surprised. uh, They're really incredible, and I would highly recommend them. Um, Aaron, what is this season about, if you could just give a quick reminder? So... Just to give you all a quick refresher on what this season is about, uh, we're basically basically going to be talking about different cities throughout the United States and towns because obviously what we're talking about today are not cities, um, but just hidden gems throughout. Sedona, those Sedona is, but Telluride. Sedona, is not. yeah, it's it's considered a city, but Telluride is a tiny, tiny town, so nobody would consider it a city. But it is a great place, and that's the goal of this season to really show y'all places that y'all probably didn't know about. Um, so we're really excited to, you know, unveil this whole season to y'all. And let's just get right into the episode. David, you want to tell them about the hidden gems of Sedona? For sure. And before I start, I also want to say I'm actually leaving for Vail, Colorado tomorrow. So that's definitely going to be one of our cities that we talk about in our next episode. For sure. But for Sedona, here's three things that you probably didn't know about Sedona. So Sedona is actually a very popular place amongst United States tourists that go there within the United States. It's really known for its red rock, so it's old, natural uh, red rock formations, which is what makes it really so famous. It's just a beautiful place. You've probably seen pictures in movies. It, it's just a really famous, gorgeous, gorgeous place in general. But I would really highly recommend going there. So I was there about two weeks ago. Here are three things of Sedona that you probably didn't know. Number one, I didn't even know this until a couple days after I was there. But there is something called the vortexes there, or the vortices, as I think it's how it's actually pronounced. But I'm going to say vortexes because that's what everyone says. So Sedona is known, the whole town, for being a vortex. Now, whether you believe this or you don't, I'm not going to go into that. But some people believe it. Some people don't. It's apparently a huge controversy in Sedona. It's a positive vortex, which means apparently the energy is somehow stored within the red rocks. And they say when you go to these certain spots within Sedona, it makes you feel differently. It can make you start shaking. Um, It can make you get goosebumps. It's really weird. I usually don't believe in anything like that. And we were at one of these locations and my dad got goosebumps for no reason out of nowhere. So that was kind of surprising. We were also kind of, I mean... Aaron, don't you think that's kind of weird? We go to I one don't of these know. Plates. I think it I mean, could easily be a placebo. I don't think it really. I mean, had I saw it. Do. I saw it. I looked at it. I mean, I don't think it really has anything to do. It's possible that he was cold. Um, no, it was hot. It was I mean, it, yeah, it was, it was Arizona. About 110 degrees it was outside. Arizona. So no, actually, never mind about that. Um, I I really don't know. I I think a lot of this can really just be in your mind, and you may think that like, oh, it has energy, and then it gives you give yourself goosebumps just by the idea of it. Because I, I honestly I don't believe in any of that neither stuff. Neither do I, by the way. It's really like, but a lot of people do. So you know, I don't I don't generally believe in stuff that isn't backed up by evidence. But you know, people have their own beliefs, and, and that's you know, fine. There are stories of people who go. And they come back to the same place they were at an hour ago looking and feeling totally different. So I don't want to put down people who do believe in it. I'm still kind of mixed on it. But usually I lean towards not believing in that kind of thing. But that that was crazy. And I definitely felt really calm being at those vortex spots. 
Um, the second thing about Sedona is something called Pink Jeep Tours. Now, if you're in Sedona, one of the main things that you do uh, or that a lot of tourists do is they go on this off-road tour companies um, and specifically their Jeeps. And they take you off-road. There's different options. We did like a two-hour one. So it was like from 9 to 11 in the morning. You generally do it in the mornings before it gets hot. And it's crazy. There's just so many bumps in the whole ride. You're bump, like bumping up and down. You can't even, you're not still because you're just being thrown off with the bumps. So, of course, there's seatbelts. It's an open-air Jeep tour. Um, it's awesome. And the company that most people do it from, including us, is called Pink Jeep Tours. So Pink Jeep Tours would highly recommend if you're in Sedona. Third thing, uh, Aaron, do you want to say something before I saw you kind of? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, you know, I actually did something really similar to that when I was in a Colorado really? Springs earlier this summer, like in the very beginning of the summer, back in May. Um, they had these like Jeeps that would take you up all the way on top of like a mountain Wait, and you basically zip this? line down. This was in Colorado Springs. Oh, wow. wow. Uh huh. Yeah, it was just on, like, this mountain, um, and we did some, like, tour ziplining thing. The ziplines were incredible, but this is not uh, – we could have a whole other episode about, like, things to do in Colorado Springs, but that's not what we're talking about this episode. But I just thought that was, like, really cool because I can also relate to that um, in the sense that, like, I took a Jeep tour up a mountain followed by, and like, a zipline. Can I just line. say something, Aaron? I did that same thing last week with Travel for Teens, which, again, this could be a whole other episode, but I did a – Super awesome. It was like three hours ziplining tour or it was zip lines and you had to take an off-road Jeep up and down from where you started and finished. So it was it was awesome, but it also felt kind of sketchy. But um, Yeah, you know what? A little bit of sketchy is like the best. Yeah, it was also really thrilling, which is something that Aaron and me love. Um, So the third thing is kind of a mix between two things. The first thing I have to say is called the Enchantment Resort, which is where we stayed. This place is is incredible okay the food there is amazing uh you can eat poolside but the pool it it like the whole resort overlooks these gorgeous red rocks and that's part of the reason it's so popular among people is because of its location um and how it just overlooks miles and miles of red rocks um versus just somewhere else in Sedona where you can see the red rocks but it's not right next to it which is what makes this resort so incredible um, there's also a new ba- mountain biking house that they made, which looks more like a museum than a bike shop. Um, there's a spa, which they're redoing currently at the moment. There's also another restaurant they're redoing at the moment. And it's just, the rooms are incredible. It's just, I would overall recommend it because I think it's an incredible resort. And the mountain biking thing that I was talking about also goes with the third part um, of Sedona that I would recommend, which is the mountain biking. Mountain biking in Sedona is known um, amongst world travelers to be incredible. People travel to that city um, and Moab, Utah, which coincidentally I was in last week with Travel for Teens, but I didn't get to mountain bike with them. And I'm a big mountain biker, so I mountain biked with my dad in Sedona. I really wanted to in Moab, but I couldn't because I was with the group. But I mountain biked in Sedona with my dad. It was awesome. Unlike Colorado mountain biking, you don't ride a lift up and bike down the mountain. This is a lot of ups and downs. So as much as you go down, you go up, which makes it harder. Um, but at the end, it also makes it more rewarding. Even though it's not quite as thrilling as what I'm about to do next week in Vail, it makes it super, super rewarding at the end. Yeah, I mean, I, I do love downhill bike mountain biking, um, but I, I agree with you. Like, when you really have to work for it, like, the only mountain biking trails we have in Houston are at Memorial they're Park. Yeah, they're, not the only they're ones. really fun. No, they're really Don't fun, get me but wrong. after you do one, but, like, in you know. Arizona or Colorado, it just... 
it, it makes it look you just can't do it the same like it's afterwards. not like downhill you know it's it's like ups and downs like what david was explaining how but, he had but it but the in difference sedona. is ups and downs in houston versus ups and downs in sedona is in houston it's all artificial man-made stuff in the middle of a city versus in sedona it's through canyons that's true um so let's talk about another amazing town well, technically, David's was a city, but we're going to talk about a town now in Colorado, southern Colorado, called Telluride. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this, maybe not, um, but Telluride is a very, very small town, as I mentioned before. Probably only takes about 20 minutes to make a full lap around it while walking, um, which is really nothing. Um, I don't know why. They have a public transportation bus that takes you around there. Um, it's kind of pointless because it's such a tiny town and I'm gonna interrupt that you, you really don't need it. This kind of, it. It's kind of weird because like Vail, where I usually go, which I'm going to tomorrow, is a town in Colorado. But unlike Telluride, if you want to walk from like one very end of the town, which is like a park, to the other very, very end, which passes, you know, Vail Village, Lion's Head, which are all different parts of Vail, it'll take about 45 minutes to an hour. So you can tell that just Vail, um, in most Colorado towns, ski towns are significantly larger than Telluride. Oh, of course. Most towns anywhere are larger than Telluride, um, because Telluride is truly tiny, tiny. Um, but anyways, now I'm going to talk about, like, the best hidden gems to do there. And a lot of these aren't really, like, crazy hidden, but you probably haven't heard of, like, these specific activities or these specific trails I'm going to mention. Um, so I'm just going to start it right off with the best, best trail in Telluride um, on the mountain to climb. And it's an advanced trail, technically, um, but it's not crazy difficult. Just pace yourself. Um the elevation is probably about uh, 8,000 feet above the base, um, so it takes a few hours, like a couple of hours to climb up. There's no way it's, you hike 8,000 feet. Yeah, yeah, you do. No, it takes you, you a couple of hours, it, like three hours. The base elevation is 8,000 feet. The base elevation of Telluride is something like, oof, I probably like six seven thousand feet something like that yeah it's not although the weather there in the summer surprisingly even for southern colorado incredible like for some reason it was highs in the low 70s for us and at nighttime it would get down to the 50s um so it was perfect weather the entire time we were there but anyways the trail i was going to mention was the bear creek trail um and it takes you to the top and Generally, which is, I, I still want to advise to do this. Generally, it is unsafe to drink stream water in Colorado, like freshwater stream. Um, but I, once we got to the very top, to the source of the stream where the snow melt was happening, uh, I did drink from the uh, water there. I don't know why you did that. That's stupid. Not in really. Colorado, Aaron? I, no, it's, it's stupid to drink at, like, the base, right? Because that's where it already flows through or whatever. Like, Iceland, basically anywhere is safe to drink from. Oh, yeah, Iceland, Places any like that. stream you see. Right, safe. right. Yeah. But, like, like Colorado, you just got to be smart about it. Like, I went all the way to the top to the very source of the stream where, like, nothing had it touched it other than, you know, it was, like, right at the waterfall. Yeah. Um, so I took one sip there, and I didn't get sick. I'm fine now. I'm talking here um but yeah it was great and the fresh water there tasted really good um i still still advise against it but yeah let's not let's not tell yeah don't do that i still advise against it but if you're gonna just try to be smart about it reasonably um the next thing i'm gonna talk about is their river rafting now before i tell y'all the exact name uh, i'm just gonna double check the name uh the of the river rafting the place that we went it was on the uh, i can tell you i can't explain the exact company 
Um, but I can tell you the river that it was on. The river was on the um, San Miguel River, and the rapids there were very fast. And I'm not kidding. Like, our, our raft almost flipped. Um, but it's great. It goes downstream, um, and it basically goes like a full loop eventually. And the it is, like, absolutely incredible. It's, it's so much fun. Um, and I recommend it to anybody that goes to Telluride. Now, the third thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell y'all is, though I said their buses suck, which is true, not their buses themselves, but you know what I mean, they have another form of public transportation that's actually very useful, and that is their gondolas, and they operate them all summer. Um, they don't, they're not operating 24-7, but most of the day they're operating, and you can basically go on them all day, which is what me and my friends did um, there. We went on them all up and down all like for hours at a time just for fun because it's free so it's absolutely amazing and it takes you to other villages which is awesome it takes you to another like a popular tourist village called mountain village that nearby. is really cool actually yeah and it was amazing mountain village is like generally like for skiing but in the summer it turns into like you know a summer activity place with mountain biking and all that kind of stuff um but telluride also has that as well but anyways yeah the gondolas absolutely incredible and they're really fun as well you get gorgeous views and overall the weather in Telluride is unbeatable you know Colorado in general in the summer has an amazing weather but Telluride especially really does and it's away from like a big city so at night there's no light pollution and you can see like thousands of stars at night it's absolutely incredible David I mean what is your opinion about, like, your favorite type of transportation? Because I mentioned the gondolas. What do you think is better? Well, gondolas or, like, buses or trains? Well, obviously, buses are the most boring, but buses are still... They can be fun. But gondolas, I mean, that's interesting. I've never... I've been on gondolas, but obviously. I've never been on gondola public transportation. So I would yeah. love to try that. But trains are really fun. And, Aaron, something else that I realized that I totally forgot to say, which we learned this on the Pink Jeep Tour in Sedona, but Sedona is actually what they consider like a no light pollution town it, it's something and they have very strict ordinances so that at night there is no light pollution and you can see the stars clearly for example all their street lights have a big curve and they're facing down there's no billboards zero billboards in the entire place um the entire city and there's also some other stuff and this might be related to their strict ordinances but sedona you guys have probably heard of this is the only place in the world where the mcdonald's arch is blue so, Aaron, I don't even know if you know that. I don't know if I told you, huh. but we went there. And it, it, it's on TikTok. It's on social media. Hmm. We took a picture by the Blue Arch because it's really cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Um, but, David, you're right. Light pollution is really, like, a bad thing, especially if you want to, like— Where we live, too, in Houston. Exactly. Light pollution in Houston is awful. And you can not, go out at 2 in the morning, and it'll still be light and, outside. And it's not bad for the environment, like— other kinds of pollution it's just annoying because you can't see the stars yeah i know it's just super light in houston at nighttime even at like two in the morning it's still super light because of all the light pollution but also in telluride like it would be kind of creepy we were walking at like you know like midnight you know by ourselves and nobody would be out at midnight and it would be like pitch black we'd use our phone flashlights to get around and you know it's a fun experience but you know there's some parts that you like about it and some parts that you don't um, but I think overall having no light pollution and on a vacation is just like, it really enhances your experience in my personal opinion. It's way better. Yeah, I, I agree, especially at night if you want to see the stars and just relax. Um, so Sedona, such an amazing place. Highly recommend you go. Telluride sounds like an incredible, I've never been to Telluride, but it sounds awesome. 
Was it Aaron? It I'm was. Sure it was absolutely incredible. Um, we'll talk more, and Aaron will probably do a podcast episode within two weeks from now. Or yeah, I'll be in Vail yeah. for like a week and a half. So let's do it probably within two weeks, guys. Expect another episode. And, expect an episode once every two or three weeks. Um, yeah, we'll try at least. So, uh, guys, thank you, and until next time, this was the Travel Bros.